this is not a test. Yeah, don't correct. Don't this is... Yeah. Don't attempt to adjust your screens of it's your a, phone. It's a, new, it's a new episode. It's a new episode, everybody. Don't be alarmed. Coming to you live. Coming to you live in the moment that we're recording it. Yes, it's being streamed <laughs> directly into your ears <laughs> and hearts. Um, yes, it's a beautiful, um, beautiful episode of FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And um, it's a very important message of the service industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That you're beaming. That you're getting beamed right into your into your fillers. Into, into your, the plate that's in your... Sorry, I said fillers, but I meant fillings. Fillings. But, I mean... I, I, are fillers mm-hmm. the new fillings? <laughs> Something to think about. I think that that's a great headline that we'll see soon. Okay. Catch me on EliteDaily.com. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you something? I paid for... There was a Business Insider article uh-huh. on... Great Jones. Yeah. Did you see? I, I paid. Did. I paid money. To you read did. That. I yeah. can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Um, so Kelly, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. I um I moved. Yeah. I'm, I'm settling into my new place. That's great. I'm getting a couch delivered on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great. it feels good. Good. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Kelly's had a lot of moving trauma. Yes, um, even I moved in with my best friend and her mom was like talking about it to one of her coworkers and her coworker was like, she needs to stop moving. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's the hope. Yes, I think that that's, that's the reality. Yeah. So we're happy for you. Thank you. The FOH community stands behind you. <sighs> Thank you. Um, how um, am I, you yeah. asked? <laughs> I, I did. I did. And I do. I did and I did. <laughs> um, I'm fine. I don't know. I feel like I was feeling like weirdly like guilty about the last episode of this podcast because I know. No, I know. Um, no, I don't know. I just feel like I've had like a full fucking psychic break or something. Yeah. It's been too much for old Devane to yeah. process lately. I think that's a reasonable response. Yeah. Um, so I apologize. I feel like I haven't been able to create content, which is like not something one should ever really apologize for, but I feel like bad about it. Yeah. I want to give you all quality. And I feel like for a little while I've been like, my brain is like flatlined. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just also like sign of the times. It's a sign of the times and you know, not to be... I'm not trying to be fake and make it too, like, connected, but it's, like, the service industry is, like, part of what is so taxing about it is, like, the performative aspect. Right. And being, like, the feeling of, like, I can't have a bad day. Right. And you're entitled. No, totally. I'm just, like, I just, it's, uh, you know, we're all, like, I, like we've said, like, I feel like a different person, and so now I'm being, like, newborn baby style introduced to this world as a new person. Yeah, and it's the world difficult. sucks. And the world sucks, and it's very confusing. So, yeah. anyways, that's all to say I'm fine now and uh, ready to get back on the horse. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, that's all. Just everything's weird. Everything is really weird, and it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I have to say about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyways, let's do some service stories. Let's. Kelly, please tell us what has happened to you. Okay, I have a real rose and thorn. Okay, great. Mom. 
um, which is, I'll start with the thorn. Okay. Which is that, um, just like back fully back into like, um, it's not like, Oh, people are on their worst behavior, like worst behavior I can handle, but it's the entire, the casual entitlement Uh that I think is actually much harder for me to tolerate. Sure. Because it's like, if you're going to be like a true bitch or you're going to get fucking wasted, it's like, I can, I know what to do yeah, and I know how to be like, yeah, yeah. this is what's happening. Yeah. But the casual, just like entitlement to like space or my time or whatever is hard. Yeah. And that's what having restaurants fully back open has given back to the patron community. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we had these two people come in on Sunday with their child, who's a four-year-old, who's very cute and very sweet in many regards. But four-year-olds are, as you well know, are, um, they're a double-edged sword. They're defiant. They are defiant. And my coworker walked over and he just looks at her and he goes, she's scary. I don't want her to be here. And she was like, um, okay. And then his parents did not say boo. Mm-mm. And it's like, hey, if that flies in your house, fine. That's your private life. <laughs> and your kid's calling you ugly and scary <laughs> and monster. <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you cannot ask a stranger and on top of that, someone in their workplace to tolerate, and I know it's not like... No, I know. But it's like, you just need to say, that's not a nice thing to say. You need to apologize to her. Yeah. We don't speak to people like that. No. No. Really? A rough one. I was like, she came over, she was like, you'll never believe what the baby just said. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see how this baby analyzes you. Why don't you go over there? I'm going to go over like... (laughs) Um, the baby has like a sharpie to like draw your imperfections on your body the baby is a um, caricature artist (laughs) yes yes that is that's a no it is a rough blow yeah yeah Um, no one no one serving needs to hear that especially right now and just the the I get it parents you want your kid especially our bar opens it too kids coming in but it's like it's also a lesson for your kid we act differently in different spaces right because of the rules of society correct period done <laughs> um my rose however was really lovely um which is that i had like he's like an old regular like i knew him from last summer and i've seen him a couple times this summer and he came in on saturday and immediately, like, like I said, open it to cocktail and then into a bottle of wine. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Solo? No, with a, with a friend. Oh, okay. Two top. And I was like, okay, like, this is fun. And then they were like, yeah, like, he's moving to Houston. Like, one, one of the friends had just gotten a new job and the other was, like, moving away. So, like, we have a lot to celebrate. Four bottles of wine later. Oh. Cocktail, four bottles of wine, and we had done some Amari shots sure. celebratory amari shots because when they they kept finishing bottles and i kept thinking the meal was over and bringing it over tomorrow so they were <laughs> no and um so they were just truly 
very like happy drunk. Like yeah. it's it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon and they're just like you know, talking about the future and then truly like, but it was just so, they were being so sweet and we all just started crying because it was just the sympathetic like response, but it really did move me. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like it is a really special way that you're like involved in people's lives and you get to see these like moments. And it was like, (laughs) they're drunk and they're crying and I'm like, Oh my God. And you're moving. I can't believe it's like, (laughs) never (laughs) don't know him. You're going to have the best time in Houston. There's going to be ups and downs for sure, but um, that is so funny. Yeah, that's so sweet. It was really, it was really lovely and it made me feel, you know, sometimes you need a little reminder that things are nice and people are nice. That you get to facilitate these moments. Exactly. No, for sure. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, You had a little, you had another weekend of, you had... Travel last week? Travel this travel, week? Travel, yeah. I mean, yeah. For me being like, I'm so, like, fucking anxious. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm, like, a house guest in, like, beautiful places. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh. Okay. Anyways, um, but I had two very... And I was going to talk about it last week, but I was, like, in a fugue state. So uh, I don't even remember what I said on this podcast. <laughs> but, um, but I forgot. So I had two very funny interactions with um, staff while being a patron at a, at a place, which was very funny. But one was... <laughs> And a similar sort of divide. One was I was at a dive bar sitting by the jukebox, my favorite perch. Yes. And um, there was a guy there who you just immediately knew, like, he's a regular. He's there every single day. Yeah. From begin from open to close. Like, yeah. he's, that's the guy. And this bar had a million of those guys. Yeah. Um, and he's absolutely, like, not, you know, he's not present. His, you know, he is 100% blackout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and... He just kept coming up to me at various intervals of the evening and not like bothering me, but he would come up to me and be like, hey, um, you don't have to worry. Everybody here loves you. <laughs> like multiple times. And then I was like, wait a second, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> like you guys talking to me. <laughs> like a bar full of like literal weathered sailor. Like it's like like a true like leathery man bar. I was like, also like what's going on in the bathroom? They're like, oh you saw. Yeah, I <laughs> it was so the Pretty whole lady night was so so crazy. That it is so, so crazy. Funny. So just stuff like that, and people just saying the strangest things to me that evening. I was like, okay, this is wow. like, yeah. He's like going to the bar and he's like, what do you think of the new girl? <laughs> She's like, I love her. He's like, all right, oh, I'll right. let it go. <laughs> What's going on? Wow, yes. that's that's quite a compliment. I guess so. I, I mean, think so. Who knows what time and space he was in at that moment. <laughs> or who, or who, who I was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the real question. Exactly. Um, anyway, I'm like Marilyn Monroe or something <laughs> like a He's you like, know, like, image of you. We yeah. all love you. <laughs> uh, anyway. Jackie. Yeah. I'm like a bottle of beer sitting on a, <laughs> on a stool. You're a turkey leg. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, so that was very funny. And then the next night, we were all out having, like, a burger or something dumb at, like, a dumb place. And um, there's four of us talking. And we just we were obviously talking about family because both 
groups. We've both just been seeing our family and how anxious we were and whatever. And the server came up and she was like, can I get you guys um, a drink? And, um, you know, one of us was like, yeah, you know, we've been seeing our families. You know how that it, that is. Like, we're going to need another drink. Like, said something like, you know how it is with your parents. And she was like, so my mom just died. And... And said it in this, like, in very, like, raw, like, I could tell that she was, like, on the verge of, like, you know what I mean? And we were, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And she was, like, it's actually her birthday tomorrow. And she was, like, and, like, I'm just looking at the moon, and it's, like, I know that she's there, and it's so beautiful. And, like, she'd been struggling for a long time, and I'd really prepared myself for it. But, you know, it's her birthday, and, like, I feel like she's here. And we were, like totally like that's beautiful and then she walked away and we were all like good one dumbasses and then and then she came back and she just and it wasn't even like I don't know how to explain it it wasn't even weird it was just like she was being so vulnerable and like willing to talk about it and we were totally willing to listen to her and be like that's like, that's so special that you can feel her and like that the moon is full and like whatever. And she's Italian. And it was like this whole, and she just really wanted to tell us about her mother. Yeah. And we were like, let's hear it. Yeah. You know? So it was just this, but it was a very intense thing. And it was like, you know, I don't know, 10 PM having a burger. Like you don't expect it. Yeah. You know, we were the only table out outside. So she was just like, letting it all go but I'm like yeah people like yeah people are just there's like so much to get out yes (laughs) you know and like I wouldn't even say it was necessarily inappropriate for her to say that to us like it it's just kind of like they're new the boundaries are like there's new acceptance and boundaries and rules especially right now like as long as everyone's like a little bit gentle yeah and lenient yeah I mean, like, maybe normally I would have been like, okay, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, but it was actually really beautiful and sweet. And then, you know, learn your lesson. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, man, that's so hard. It's hard when you're like, something is just like heavy on your mind and you're like, every table that you talk to, you just have to be like, don't, don't. Well, she started off too. That was the thing. That was the segue. She started off too being like, I started off really anxious. I didn't know if I could come to work today. Yeah. And we're like, what's up? And it was like, because her mom's birthday is tomorrow and her mom just died. You know what I mean? Like she was palpably like, at first we were like, our server hates us. And then this whole thing came cascading out and I was like, duh, like everybody's carrying so much. And Everybody always carries so much. Yeah. Especially now. Especially now. You know? So, I don't know. Everyone always says this, be patient, be gentle. But I was like, damn, like... Yeah. People people are going through it. Yeah. Still. Even though we're all like, let's like fucking... We're post-COVID. No. Not the case. Not the case. Not in this house. (laughs) In this house? COVID is forever in this house. In this house. (laughs) COVID-21, <laughs> COVID-22, and on, and uh, more. Christ. Anyways, yeah. So they're my uh, service experiences. It's a wild world out there. It really <laughs> is. I mean, if anything, like, I think that we are seeing, like, uh, yeah, emotion is just right on the top right now. Yep. There is, like, not, there's no skin. It's just right no. there. Roll. Roll. Mary, it's roll. It's roll. Um, 
yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's kind of in a little way, it's sort of thrilling because you sort of never know what emotional adventure you're going to find yourself in. True. But it's also can, you know, it's chaos. It's a little chaotic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's big chaos right now. Uh huh. And not in a like, I don't know. LOL, you're so crazy. No. <laughs> not in a college way. We're talking... Not in a bag of chips on your head. <laughs> Love her, she's so crazy. <laughs> uh, no, true chaos, I think, has been um, initiated into our... <laughs> welcomed into our realm. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, so, yeah, that's the state of the world. Yeah. Um, well... Shall we? So let's talk about a different chaotic time, huh? Huh? The 1700s. Ding, ding, ding. Um, we were thinking, hey, you know what we haven't done is an actually fun episode that people want to listen to. <laughs> so maybe we'll do an, a fun historical one for a change. And we're going to do them more often because they are fun for us and fun for you. Yeah. And then you don't have to hear us be like, so I guess like housing is sort of the market is, <laughs> yeah, blah, you know, blah, blah. Um, our so terrible analysis. Our like sad, like depressed. Yeah. Yeah. The, the analysis that comes from. Mm, crushing depression and reading seven tweets and then firing off for about 35 minutes. Yeah, listen, we're getting, uh, we're finding our footing, we're changing our identity. We've got a lot going on as a oh, podcast, yeah. you know, so it's all, it's all happening and, Hang uh, with us. and, and thanks for bearing with us. So anyways, let's talk about the gin craze. Yes. Of the 1700s in swinging London. In, in old London town. In old, yeah. Well, it's definitely mostly in London because, um, so I listened to um, In Our Time, which is a great podcast from the BBC that features um, truly one of my favorite interviewers, Melvin Bragg, who has like a, a Larry King level of just abject remove from his subjects. Great. Um, you know, like very much like it's just, he's interviewing people and then he's like, so why did you bring that up? Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, he's great, but they were talking about London went from being half a million people to three quarters of a million people Mm. in like 50 years. Okay. So it's like all, it's like it, it coincides with like, truly this like such a huge population growth and that like they were like what the fuck is going on Mm -hmm. and it was really changing like the landscape of England as a like both physically and as a country like from rural into like uh metropolitan right um and then um yeah gin came over from the Uh, Netherlands uh, William of Orange yeah. brought it over in 1688, um, and also the what I what I read was around this time that the price of food dropped and income yeah. grew. Yeah, so we got a population boom, all of that. Yeah, because it's also the Industrial Revolution. Right. So there's factory workers and like that kind of, um, like, I mean, even though it's obviously like still like wage slavery and exploitation and blah, blah, blah. But it's like in a, in a day to day level, like you have like a reliable income. Right. Um, and then also I didn't really find, (laughs) um, much more on this as an explanation, but so 
it was seen as medicinal, aphrodisiac, and then also a cure for society's addiction to tea. Tea addiction, yes, so, totally. So, is this, okay, so what are the ramifications of one being uh, addicted to tea? I mean... Besides being a gossip hound. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think, um, it's, maybe it's like our friendship where you pee every 20 minutes and I just have to sit there and I They're go. like the, yeah, it's cutting down on productivity because everyone's <laughs> like, oh, pissing. There she goes again. Um, <laughs> oh, see you later. People are too, I don't know. Is it taking a tea? Is that what it is? Like having a tea, an afternoon tea and you. No, I, I, well, a, yes, that, um, on, on, in our time they were talking about like a lot of the the moral panic around gin craze was this idea of poor people being able to afford luxury. Right. So maybe it is like part of it that, that like it's both like having a tea, but also like the tea houses and the gin houses where people would dress up poor people. Would right. Buy right. Cheap fashion. And right. Go to dress up tea addiction. I'm not sure. Yeah. I can honestly say, I think maybe it's just Protestant culture. Like yeah. they just There's, hate stuff. Yeah. You hate anything that's maybe slightly pleasurable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we got the information from that yeah. podcast. And then also from um, How a Gin Craze Nearly Destroyed in 18th Century London uh, by Henry Sward in Munchies. And then also mm-hmm. we'll look at other places. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so gin was popping off. Uh, I also read that... Sailors were coming into London mm-hmm. from like a new king who I don't know was like no. I we love sailors. Yeah, I don't know. Like sometimes it's like uh, anything like British history or like European history in general it's like there's it's like everything there's too much. There's too much. And so it's just like okay, like it's like yeah, there's sailors and they're fighting the Irish, they needed armies. And then like is that related for some to the reason, navy? Women were wanted to go drink with the sailors, which I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, this <laughs> is you didn't believe that? I was like, this is how history works. Do you know what I mean? I think mean? well, this is a probably before the time that sailors were stereotyped as gay, and I think that I would go for a little if I was uh-huh. Uh, governor, well, buy me a bit of spot of gin. Best outfits of the era. Of, well, maybe. Of the, of the <laughs> you know, I don't, obviously I'm not like a uniform person. But if yeah. you have to choose, you got to go the bell bottoms and the hat. Yeah. Very Why do they wear bell bottoms? You would think that would get wet because of being on a boat. Are they still bell bottoms? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. In my head, it's just like Donald Duck. Like that. Um, I think they do. And they still, I mean, look, again, I don't, but it's hard to scrub out the Navy because they seem the most harmless. Of course. And the Fleet most, Week. And is, the Fleet Week. I We've mean, all seen this. It was great. And the, the, they seem kind of like a footloose and fancy free. Yeah, they seem very like cheery. Right. They're always smiling. In a way that like the army is like, you, you've got... Um, you know, old American sniper and stuff. Right. The sea air. Yeah. It's bracing. <laughs> Good for the skin. They're glowing. Yeah. They've got a lot of vitamin D. They're feeling great. They um, invented daiquiris. Right. The so lime ricky. We know these are good time, good time Susie's. They are. Man. Okay. So I'm trying to get seduced by something. All right. Maybe. All right. So I changed my mind. That made history makes sense. The, history women, makes sense. the women were coming over in boats because they heard sailors were in London. 
That's what happened. Something like that. Okay, great. So, <laughs> and then it was decided that gin was sort of uh, a, a woman's drink a little bit. Yeah. On to- I mean, I think it also was for the masses and for the poor, but then also this little avenue opened up where it was like, it's for the ladies, it's Mother's Ruin. They had, like you said, cute, like, gin merch, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, fashionable little teacup, like, little cups you could... Yeah. And people would go to gin halls or whatever, yeah. right? And it's, like, it's differentiated from, like, a tavern or from right. a beer hall that is going to be, like, a more masculine space, traditionally. Right. And there wasn't, I think... Now, I got confused because I was bored and didn't pay attention, but... um. From what I understand, part of the boom, too, was that, like, there was a breaking up of, like, a gin guild or something Mm. like that. And so there weren't, like, licenses weren't really required. Like, everyone was distilling their own gin. Yes. I think that it was quite, um, like, I think what, I don't think it was a breaking up. I think it built up into a gin guild. And, but I think initially that there were, like, truly thousands of people just distilling, like, couple of pots distilling down bootlegging essentially but then selling right this says no license was needed i'm looking at my notes monopoly of the guild of gin distillers was broken up oh okay so i don't know what happened hey i don't know i also just wrote that down i'm something could be it's girl boss culture it's girl boss culture they started it they started it um yeah so there's like and also that is like part of what's interesting from a historical perspective because it's like we don't know how what the proof there was no regulation of the proof of the gin right and so like on one hand there are stories where people are getting so wasted they're putting babies on the fire because they thought they were a log <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh <laughs> that is i'm sure not true well it they reported it okay we trust you know. the media now. We trust the papers. <laughs> um, we trust the printing press. The old the Guggenberg. Guggenberg, <laughs> whatever. Gutenberg. Goog something. Goog okay. something. Um, so we don't, you know, like on one hand you have probably like very strong, I mean probably people died from drinking gin now that sure. I'm thinking about it. I mean. And then, but also you have quite probably light yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was a wide range of th- poisonous things that you could yeah. drink. Just like when we talked about the prohibition, where it was like, True. you could drink fucking... You could get the stanky leg. Oh, the stank Remember leg. That? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The jerry leg? The... <laughs> Forget what it was called. Something leg that sounded terrible. Um, so, yes. So people, the upper classes were fucking horrified. They were like, these people are getting above themselves. They're getting above their They're station. not drinking. Here's a word I learned. They're not drinking the poncy. Oh. Brandy. Poncy is a British slang for like a fancy. fancy. Yeah. Poncy. Isn't that cute? He's a ponce. He's a ponce. Poofta. Ponce. Poofta. Yeah. I know that's slang. That actually means something horrible. And so I'm sorry, but I just <laughs> had to say it. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, most We don't have international listeners. Okay. Um, and... Then wasn't like they were like, okay, we're gonna we're we're banning, we're gonna cut down on this, yes. right? And then everyone was like, the fuck you are. Yes. <laughs> See, no, I think that's what I was referring to. Is they were like, okay, so it's illegal now, and everyone was like, I will just make it myself, right. like prohibition, right? Which is also funny, I guess. Like, I found our prohibition episode from many years ago like really fascinating, and it's funny like now reflecting on it that it's like, oh, they had tried to do that 
Like, that's not the first. Right. Prohibition right. feels like such a, like, um, it feels so monumental because it's, it's such a project to say all of a sudden this is right. illegal. Like Cuomo being like, tomorrow no <laughs> to go drinks. Yeah. And like, I mean, they were saying this on In Our Time, like essentially there's no, there's never been a society in history that doesn't have at least some tradition of not only getting fucked up in some response, in some regard, blah, blah, but specifically like fermented alcohol mm-hmm. is like truly across time, across culture, right. like, every society has it. Like it, so prohibition feels so particular. Yeah. And it's like interesting to be like, no, it had like, <laughs> there are predecessors to it. And still they were like, we're going to go with we're it. We're like, we saw how this went and we want to kind of improve on it. Um, and then <laughs> I read this thing that said, People were like shouting, no gin, no king. No gin, no king. Which I love. I love the idea that like, I mean, it is like the whiskey rebellion here yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, But it is like, I mean, to get to a basic level, I think like, and, and kind of where we're at right. in our society now is like, you cannot tell people that like their lives are a hundred percent misery. Right. And take away even Menthol the cigarettes. Least. Like, fuck you. Come on. I mean, it all like. Right, they're still doing this shit now. Yes, absolutely. Right? They we are. know that. We, we know they're know trying this. to ban you can't drink soda or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's like fuck off. I mean, so much of the 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 moratorium on, on to go drinks, I think is about like the ability to hassle people. Yes. Returning the ability to the cops to hassle people on the street to say these don't belong to you and you don't get to live your life in our streets and you don't get to live your life in our parks and you have to Right. Conduct yourself. And it's like, that's not... You have to go to a bar, pay for it, have a drink, sit there, walk home, go home. Go home. Drive and, home. And be like, and be like in yep. your, com- yep. com- you know, whatever, the whole time. And no gin, no king. That's all I have to say. That's what I'm going to say from now on every day. I'm going to start, I'm going to start being like that crazy person with a sign that people don't really understand, like <laughs> yeah. standing by myself in front of, they're like, why is she in front of... Just kind of like the local, like a pub or what's going on. Um, And it says no gin, no king. Okay. Okay. Um, It's like when you're reading a a crossword puzzle clue and you just keep saying, you're like, no gin, no king. No gin, no king. No gin, no king. seven words? Um, Okay. And then just like the fucking prohibition, they passed like five acts to mm-hmm. get which is just like it is so funny you're right like the legislation happened in the seven i didn't even know they could do that back then first of all yeah it seems so crazy i mean so, again like european history whenever i read about taxes in mm. in this era it, the idea of taxes existing before like 1900 is pretty crazy to me yeah. because i'm like how did you organize them paid how did people figure that out like what <laughs> And, but except that it is like a driving factor. It's like a huge way that history like is it's, you know, these like moments that pop off and obviously many rebellions come from taxes being too high, but it's like, how did they organize? And how did they know that you owe? Like, it's like, how did they even know you existed at to a certain extent? Sorry, 1700s England. What the hell? No, I, if you paid your taxes in 1700s oh, yeah. England, you are a fucking narc. You idiot. You are a narc. I would love to be able to go back in the tax records and see if any Sullivan <laughs> paid their taxes. Disown your name, you change it. Yeah, in County Cork or wherever <laughs> the hell. 
I would be fucking furious. Oh my god, the ultimate betrayal. Ugh. Um, wait, I have a couple. I have this fact that England in seven by seventeen forty three, England people in England uh, were drinking two point two gallons of gin per person a year. Which to me, and maybe that says something about me. I was like, that's not that much. That's not that much, <laughs> right? Am I crazy? That doesn't seem like that much. <laughs> I don't know. Because it doesn't seem like that much. I know. Because, I mean, maybe it's like just in on top of well, the fact that they were drinking everything else all the time, too. Well, also, they didn't live that long. But isn't that a myth? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Where did you hear that? Um, don't know. Okay. Don't um, know. Don't know. Um, because... I mean, my understanding is, like, that, well, I know, like, in early America that people were drinking, like, what would be considered now, like, ab- no, of course, like, right, complete right. intervention levels. Yeah. Because, also, because the water wasn't safe. Right. So, so that's what they would drink. had to. Yeah. But then also, like, whiskey in the U.S., like, whiskey yeah. and cider, they were like... Yeah, yeah. Which, as, you know, obviously, life... Blue, so yeah, I mean, as it does now, yeah. So, um, but 2.2 gallons, I know I was like, um, I'm definitely probably all right. I mean, the amount of wine we drink, are you crazy? Are you crazy? Oh, I don't want to see it. I know, I don't want to see it. Um, but the that famous painting, uh, like Hogarth or something, yeah, I think with the woman I posted on Instagram, but the woman was like dropping mm. the baby, That's into what, the, yeah, right, right, right. And that was the whole thing, like the mother's room, people were killing their babies, which is like that. Whatever. Well, they um, def. I mean, also, it's like, you know, some of that is true. Sure. I mean, sure. But in terms happens. of you, 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 fetal development and things. Oh yeah. I mean, yes. That's that's that'll get you. And kids were probably drinking gin too. You know. I mean, it's like yeah. not great. Let's yeah. say it's we're actually not... kind of amazing that we're here as a that we made it. I know. <laughs> I know. We've come a long way, baby. Um, but in the painting, I guess so. That's. Um, that's Gin Lane, mm-hmm. and then I guess I, I didn't. I haven't seen the whole thing, but it says Beer Street. There's was Beer the, Street was the healthy and uh, yeah, because you're on Beer Street. You're on Beer Street, which you know, honestly, if you do it, beer is you know that's a choice if you don't want to lose it. Yeah, for sure. If you want to just walk, you can just walk down Beer Street. You're stumbling <laughs> down Gin, Gin Alley, Gin Lane. You sure are. It's a little trickier down there. You have to you have to put one hand over your eye, and you're going, one of your eyes. Yeah. You have to squint your eyes a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it tasted like fucking garbage. Also, I mean, England still doesn't have. They don't even have any cocktails. Still, they don't even have ice over there. <laughs> As we've said before, we've said it on this podcast before. In Europe, there is not ice. There's they don't understand ice. the concept of water in a freezer. It become ice. A backwards people. When they read The Great Gatsby, that that whole motif doesn't is make any lost sense. On them. Doesn't make any sense. A block sense. of what? God, you know they are really such fucking foul people. Uh, England is one of the most hellacious. I mean, if your greatest cultural legacy is a series of posters that says "Keep calm and carry on," you're really in a dark place. Yeah. Yep. I support Brexit. I support Brexit because I want them out. I want them out. It's like, you're not trapped in here with, you know, whatever. Face off. You guys know what I'm talking about. I had a man standing behind me while I was waiting for pastries the other day who had a British accent. And I was like, 
I, I'm already so <laughs> upset. And I was like, is there a sharpened pencil around that I can fucking pop my eardrums with? Horrible accent. Horrible accent. Disgusting. Absolutely foul. Oh, my God. Whew. Anyways, apologies to any uh, Brits. Brits who listen to this podcast. You wouldn't dare. You wouldn't dare. Um, anyways, I think this all got... Uh, it all naturally... Well, like part of how it was resolved was like we see crap. with like a pot. Now it's like the the government was just like, okay, if if we're just gonna take over it, we right. run it now. Right. Yeah. And there was some crap shit going on, but that's boring. Um. So yeah. The weed thing is gonna be. Oh, I can't even. Ugh, the weed it's thing. It's like really fucked. It's really gross to watch an aesthetic be manufactured around weed and like, and then we all have to like adhere to it. I saw, and not to like plug shit I saw, I'm sorry, but um, I watched that documentary I told you about that. It's like kind of under the guise of Bigfoot, but it's not about Bigfoot, but it's Mostly about weed mm-hmm. legalization and how when you legalize weed, it makes everything 1,000 times more dangerous Yeah, um, for the growers who have been growing it and selling it for 50 years, 60, whatever, however yeah. long. And it was so interesting. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, of course. When the government gets involved in a crop, yeah, that, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, shit. And it just was this really interesting, like, cascading... Uh, result from all of this and it's going to be fucked and people are fucking and because you can you can operate outside like everything is so mobbed up and I mean like the literal mafia and like they control like so much especially out there like on the west coast and we did raisins the raisin mafia there they do like there's like lots of like the mafia involvement in crops is like obvious and It's like you can operate outside the bounds of that if the government is not involved, but because the government and yep. the mafia are in bed with each other. Yeah. Come on. Pure chaos. And that's how you lose a couple of candidates, you know? Mm-hmm. It all turns back. Mm. I'm going to make my own weird, uh, disjointed documentary Ugh. about it. I would love that. I, that will be your grad school thesis. thesis. They're like, I guess you can graduate. <laughs> um... She seems too mentally ill for yeah, us to not like, give her if a degree. She doesn't, what will she do? <laughs> give her an honorary She'll degree. Come back. She'll come back. <laughs> we can't have her back on campus. Um, yeah, damn. Anyways, the gin craze. The gin craze. I guess I'd always heard of it, and I feel like I knew a little bit about it, but uh, it is interesting to see more historical context. Yeah, and I think In Our Time is truly one of the most fabulous podcasts. Wow, I'll have to start listening because I don't have any podcasts to listen to. Yeah, I mean, it's not like... It's not like this, you know? <laughs> it's not like this. Few could be. Few could be. <laughs> yeah, often imitated. Um, no, I need something that's like... I need I need that, so yeah. I'll listen to it. I love it. Um, <laughs> wait, what was I going to say? Oh, you know, gin is the only... Um, alcohol that I have thrown up in my own bed. <laughs> Little fun fact. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Little fun fact. That is really fun. Yeah. It's only happened one time, by the grace of God. But I was young, and I, gin was my first yeah. booze I wanted to drink, so, yeah. That's classy of you. Yeah, but it's not when you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Nothing's classy. Right, And then well. it's just, like, pure... I mean, gin more than anything, other liquors... 
is just become somehow pure acid in your stomach. Do you know what I, I mean? I really can't drink that. Yeah. It's fucking harsh. I really can't drink it. I can drink it like in a 50-50 martini. Yeah, that's, that's how pretty much yeah. it. Same. I can't drink it now really anyways. But Even like a, like a Tom Collins, I can't like... It's so... It, it starts... Yeah, yeah, it's really acidic. Yeah. Or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. And it does, it gives me a monster hangover. Mm. It really like, it. Re- yeah, it really turns my stomach. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's pass some laws. I would love to. Kamala? Kamala, lock them up. Lock them up. Lock up these gin distillers yeah. of Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, Green Hook, <laughs> you're on the hook. You're wriggling like a worm on the hook. <laughs> um, God bless. Okay, um, I don't think we have any new patrons right. to announce. Um, and what else do we have to say? Keep, keep your service stories coming and we'll, we'll feature some of those in weeks to come. Yeah. We're going to keep reading your service stories. There is a, uh, little form you can fill out. Uh, there's a link in our Instagram bio that you can just kind of, you know, you wake up one day, you say, wow, I can't believe my manager pulled that shit. Right. I want the girls to know, and I want to be read on their fun program that I listen to. Absolutely. Um, please do review, rate, and subscribe also. I've forgotten to say that, but... It helps us out. It helps, which it is helps dumb. helps other people find the podcast. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we still have cool stuff to come, and uh, we thank you, as always, so much for listening. Have a good one. Goodbye. Bye-bye.